Hey, listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks! Hi, Terry. Hey, Melinda. How are you? I am super good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Long weekend. Not complaining. I love it. You want to say you're welcome? Sure. A welcome to the history of everything. Man, you missed your calling, Beyonce. I know. I should have just been always doing jingles. Right. Anybody needs a theme song singer? You're all over that. I'm all all over it. I'll do it for free. You volunteer as tribute. Yes. For free. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So I, if you remember last week, I promised Uh our listeners that this episode would be a little more fun than last week. I remember. I think I have delivered. Wonderful. Excited. Nice. Today, we are exploring the history of dirty words. Nice. I know lots of dirty words. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do. This one is definitely not for the faint of heart, ladies and gentlemen. So buckle. Buckle up. up. Not safe for work. Correct. Yes. fine. Send the kids to bed or listen in your car. Right. All right. You ready to jump in? I'm ready. All right. So first, let's just talk about dirty words in general so they can also be called bad words yeah curse words cuss words that's what we called it when we were growing up we always said cuss words too Mm -hmm. yeah profanity Mm -hmm. vulgar speech my french like excuse my french excuse my french i never understood that i didn't either yeah or four-letter words or swear words swear words yes so i always thought it was funny four-letter words i'm like they're not all they're not all four-letter words i mean the main ones are exactly but um yeah the most of the bad ones are four letters so yeah yeah um in order for a word to be considered a dirty word it has to be offensive to people Mm -hmm. and it usually refers to some subject matter that is deemed taboo by the culture by your you know the culture Um, Now, obviously, what offends one person may not offend another person. Mm -hmm. Um, My example, some people are offended by crap or damn, those two words. And others, others aren't. I know when I was growing up, some of my friends were allowed to say crap and some weren't. Right, right. That's such an odd thing. Same, same. I was not. Well, I don't know. Was I? I don't remember really. I was allowed to say I think it depended. But I wasn't allowed to say that something sucks. Yes, sucks is what I couldn't say. Yeah. And then um, I could say crap, but I think it also depended on what I was talking about. You like know? the context? Yes. Like that yeah. movie was crap. That's fine. This food you just made me is crap. That <laughs> not allowed. Then you cross the line, homie. Right. All right. Now, some words are considered more or less offensive depending on one's religious views. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously we got the God damn, God damn it, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. 
you know, for people who are pious, that's going to be very offensive. And they're oh, going to, yeah. you know, they're going to tell oh, you yeah. about it, believe me. Um, but for other people, it's, you don't think much about it, right? Right. So why do we use swear words? Oh, there's so many reasons. Yes. Sometimes it's to emphasize our point. Mm-hmm. You know, it really drives it home when you throw that F-bomb in there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's for comedic effect, because I think some of the funniest comedians are pretty well known for using lots of bad words. Right, right. And when they can't use the bad words, it kind of loses something. Yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely use cuss words when we're angry or frustrated, mm-hmm. both to express our anger to others and to make ourselves feel better. You know, just mm-hmm. makes you feel a little better when you drop them words. Um Right. Curse words are also heard often when people are in pain, whether you hit your thumb with a hammer, you stub your toe, or even if you're like undergoing a painful procedure. And researchers have actually proven that cussing decreases the amount of pain perceived by the individual. It's like a natural pain reliever. Yes, that's definitely, you know, whether it's a, you know, mind over matter or whatever but it definitely mm-hmm. makes me feel better when i swear absolutely yes yeah. definitely um and then sometimes it just comes across like you're so cool because you use those words right you know just makes you look cooler yeah i'm totally cooler because i swear right fuck That's yeah okay. yeah yeah and what the fuck you got to say about it right yeah fuck you yeah dick, uh, dick, now you big dick dick <laughs> <laughs> Now, I think we can collectively agree that lots of swear words have kind of lost their their power or their shock value because mm-hmm. it's like so common now to hear them on TV or the movies or the radio. Mm-hmm. So there's I feel like there's like a spectrum that everybody kind of falls on yeah. from like completely like viscerally <clears throat> offended by any and all profanity up to or down to those who don't think anything of it. You know, they use it, they hear it. It just doesn't even mm-hmm. phase them. So I yeah, think I'm, I'm kind in, of a... I'm basement, ground, you know, I'm, I'm in the basement. The basement way down that, only, there. that only the workers can go to. I need a special key. That's the sub-basement, we call that. The sub-basement. The dungeon, if you will. I'm a sub-basement cusser. Then again, there's also either people that we don't expect to hear using curse words, like doctors. Yes. Judges. Mm-hmm. teachers, priests, yeah, right? Then there are places where we don't expect to hear bad words, like in mm-hmm. church, of course. Yeah. And then like kids' places, like playgrounds, Chuck E. Cheese, stuff like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And then usually at work, although of course it depends on where you work. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, like an office type setting, you don't expect to just hear it out in general. Right, right. Um, I think it's generally accepted that cursing is reserved for more informal occasions and for like adult based events, like adults only, you know, at the bar or mm-hmm. a party where, you know, kids are not invited kind of a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So why in the world would some words out of all the millions of words we use carry so much negative weight while others don't? Mm-hmm. Well, there's actually a reason. Oh, OK. So way back in the years 450 through wow. 1050 so that's half a time ago because we're like in you know 20 right right what 2000 
what are we in? 2023. Yes. Yep. So lots of people were eager to claim the British Isles. Mm. The area was invaded by the Anglos, the Saxons, the Vikings, the Germans, and the Scandinavians. The Angles and the Saxons, who spoke Old German, mostly won out, which is why England got its name, which was originally called Angle Land from the Angles or the Anglos. Obviously, then eventually just kind of came England. England, yeah. Then in 1066, the Norman French invaded and conquered the Anglo-Saxons. Not only did they take the land as their own, they turned the inhabitants into peasants and slaves. Hmm. French became the new language of the land. All the rich and powerful people now spoke Old French. Only uh, exactly. Excuse my French. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only the lowest class of people continued to speak Old German, which the French considered harsh and ugly. In the end, as we know, the Angle-ish or English language won out over all the others. However, the words that the Angles had used in reference to sex were banned from use and from dictionaries right up until the mid-20th century. Hmm. The words were used in secret and in whispers and were, were considered bad or dirty. Okay. Language is just so weird, huh? It is. It really is. I even learned that the word slang, which is short for shortened language, is a slang word. (laughs) So Yeah, slang slang, is slang. Slang is slang, homie. Slang is actually slang. Now, like we kind of mentioned earlier, before I jump into this cesspool of not safe for work, colorful nastiness, (laughs) I do want to mention... That a lot of the sources that I found, they came with a disclaimer that there's not a lot of definitive proof about the history of these words, but we're here for it, right? Yeah, bring it. Yeah, so we'll just go with it. We're here for entertainment, right? Yeah. So our first category of offensive words are those alternate words for sex and sex acts. We're going to start all the way back in 1400 when the word copulate was derived from the latin copula which means fastened together okay so that's how we got copulate okay so a hundred years later around 1500 we got the word fornicate ah fornicate which means sex between unmarried people Mm-hmm. Um, and it's meant as a derogatory term, especially when it's used in religious sermons by overzealous religious guys all about "be shall not fornicate. Right. Now, the Latin word fornix means an archway. The vaulted arches of churches are called fornications. Didn't well, know that. Weird. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes in Rome used to stand in the arched entryways to churches to solicit their customers. What a strange place to do that. Right? Mm -hmm. Fornicare came to be a term for going to a brothel, and fornicate came to mean sex between unmarried people. Okay. Right. So those were our first bad words. Yeah. And now we get to the mother of all curse words. The infamous word. 
the bomb. Oh, fudge. Right. Right. Okay. Fuck you and your fucking horse that you fucking rode in on and all that stuff. Right. So now one story that has gone around for many, many years, but has been proven to be a myth is that way back when the very religious pilgrims came to America, they would punish any couple found having premarital sex by locking them in a cell marked for use of carnal knowledge. Which oh, okay. Abbreviated F-U-C-K, obviously fuck. Uh-huh. That's not true. But for a long time, that was kind of like a rumor that a lot of people believed. So now you know. Oh, well, see, I have a, I have a concert t-shirt mm-hmm. that I refuse to throw away. And it's <laughs> a, it's a Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Uh, golly, I don't even remember what year it was, but it was. It was during the four unlawful carnal knowledge tour. There you go. So it was, yeah. There you go. Fuck. But that was for unlawful carnal. Like it was a mm-hmm. a crime. Gotcha. Yeah. For unlawful. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that was kind of like the alternate to the for use of carnal knowledge. There were like mm-hmm. two different. Yeah. But they, they say that that's, that's not true. That's a made up story. Oh, now, okay. Actually, the word fuck originated from the old German word fucken, which the Dutch also used that word. And this meant to thrust, to strike, or to penetrate. (laughs) The Swedish also had a word for sex, which was faka. Now, in in English, faka was pronounced as fuck, obviously. Uh Uh-huh. Now, there's record of the term being used in surnames back in the 1200s in England. For example, Henry Fuckabegger <laughs> was a man known for beating up or striking the poor or beggars around town. Mm-hmm. So because he hit them, they called him Fuckabegger. Fuckabegger. The first time the word fuck was used in English in reference to sex is thought to have been around 1500 when it was used in a sermon about monks of all people Mm. which said they are not in heaven because they fuck the wives of eli and eli was the name of the town so uh, i guess the monks were having sex with the wives so they couldn't go to heaven right no idea all i can do is give you what i got um there's also a poem from 1503 by dumbari that refers to sex as fuck it. And then in 1535, poet Sir David Lindsay wrote, bishops may fuck their fill and be unmarried. Which, okay. why is that okay? But whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, and obviously it's not really difficult to see how a word that meant thrust could come to be referred to, you know, refer to sex. Right, right, right. right. So, yeah. Experts also point out that the word fuck isn't often found in print form from long ago as it was already deemed like a bad word Uh but it is believed that it was used in conversation quite a bit and by the mid 1800s fuck was used as often and in the same context as it is now so that's been quite the popular word for many 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 years well and i've often wondered like i'd be watching like a movie that was like set back in time Mm -hmm. 
and they'd be blah 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 blah, you know, all proper, and they they throw in fuck. I'm like, feels modern, and I know it's right. It feels it feels like a, you know, like bay. Not 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 that, but you know what I'm saying. It just I know exactly. Feel like it would be be that old, but something our grandparents would say or great grandparents, right? Right. Um. By the way. There was a place that used to be known as a great place for couples to have some privacy um, in England, and it was called Fucking Grove, <laughs> which, of course, means fucking grove. And right. it was, yeah, it was like a, a town, actually, that was called Fucking Grove. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that is. That's pretty funny. All right. Next up, we have the word screw. Mm hmm. In, in 1725, screw is recorded as meaning a prostitute. A man might go out in search of a screw at night. In 19- oh, so, so you think a man might go out in search of a screw, thinking of the action of not right. calling what was, you know. Right. Which, like today, if, I- if you think about it, he should be the screw. She would be a bolt. Or the nut. Just seems like he would be the screw. Yeah, like the screw is going out to find. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I see. I don't know. I'm just babbling. (laughs) In 1927, O.W. Holmes, whoever that Mm -hmm. is, uh, he used the word screw referring referring to having sex in one of his works. So that's supposed to be the first like written reference to To sex. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Our next word is not a word that I know how to pronounce very well, but I've been working on it. Okay. Cunnilingus. You got it. You have a hard time saying cunnilingus? I do, and I don't know why. It's so stupid. Yeah. But that word, which which of course means oral sex on female genitals, uh, is a Latin word that literally translates to lick vulva. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, huh, well, that wasn't much of a stretch then, really. Right, just, not really. But I, you know what, I've often, I've often wondered if there's another word that is derived from cunnilingus. Such as? Cunt. Oh, it's not. I'll, we're going to oh, get to that. okay. All but right. It's not. <laughs> okay. Um, the words, the word, cun, what is it? Cunnilingus. Yes. Uh, seems to have become used commonly around 1887. And at the time, the terms pearl diving and sneezing in the satchel also <laughs> used for the same thing. Sneezing. Where have you been, my good man? I've been sneezing on the satchel. <laughs> Not snatchel. Oh, satchel. I snatchel. <laughs> That's even better. Exactly. Sneezing in the satchel. (laughs) Nope, it's the snatchel. Yes, it is. All right. We have fellatio, which I can say. Um, Oral sex on male genitals Mm -hmm. is from the Latin word fellatus, which to me sounds like farts. Um, It does. It does. (laughs) Flatulent. Right. But fellatus means to suck. So, uh, yeah, you know, not very original, but that's what it is. And uh, fellatio was first used in 1894 by a sex researcher by the name of Havelock Ellis. So there you go. Now you know. Okay. Havelock Ellis. 1894. Now, we've all heard the phrase to get laid. 
interestingly, I thought this was really interesting. Mm -hmm. The origin of this phrase is a brothel that operated in Chicago from 1900 to 1911. It was a high class, very exclusive house run by the Everlay sisters. And men would say they were going to get Everlaid, which eventually was shortened to getting laid. Getting laid. Isn't that fun? Interesting. Right. I just thought you laid down. I like that. So you get laid. Yeah. Um, Okay. Blowjob. That's a good one, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all know that it does not actually involve any blowing, if you're doing it right anyway. Well, in the 1600s, blow apparently meant to bring to orgasm, which I can see that because, I mean, we say blow your mind. Mm -hmm. And when pressure builds up like in a pipe or something, it eventually blows, right? Right, right, right. So it makes sense to me. Um, It's also theorized that sex workers of long ago called it a below job like below like oh. not above but a below job which oh, got you of which course then people you know, call it blow job yeah exactly i've heard of it as called a blowy yes they mentioned that yes, yes. not crazy um, i remember i was let me think nine years old when i heard blow job for the first time and, it and did you have a, any clue it was a joke uh-huh. And I was around some older kids that told the joke. And then I said, well, what does that mean? And they told me what it meant. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually asked, <laughs> asked. Now, of course, at this point, I don't know that it's something, you know what I mean? I, I know what a penis looks like because mm-hmm. I have a brother and I've been, you know, I've seen a, pe- mm-hmm. a penis before. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly. thinking, so I, I, I actually asked, you can, you can edit this out. <laughs> I asked if the, the air came out of his butt. Oh, cause you blow into the penis. You blow into then... the penis. I thought that it, yeah, I didn't think I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't think it had anything to do with sex. You know what? You know That's what I mean? funny because I don't know how old I was. I may have been about the same age uh-huh. and I heard some I was with some friends and they jokingly used the term blow job and of course uh-huh. I laughed like I had a clue. Yeah. And I went home and asked my mom and she told me exactly what it was. Oh, she did. Yeah. yeah. I remember just asking and, and I was they were just like, Oh, it's when blah blah blah. And I'm like, Okay, I, I have more questions. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, hold on a second. That doesn't make uh, sense. But that's that's fun. I'm I'm glad you learned that at such a young age. Yeah. But again, yeah. I didn't know it was a sex thing. I was just right. Yeah, you just thought that that's just what you do. Yeah, you know, it's like holding hands. <laughs> right. Then in the 1930s, there was a book about a prostitute named Nell Kimball, who is quoted as saying, "The Greek contractor wanted me to blow him in the bundle room." So oh, okay, there you go. And then even later in 1948, there was a book of explicit comics. That were collected by Bob Edelman. And in that one, one character says of the other, you give such good blowjobs. So there's that. In 1961, an Anthony Het poem says, quote, I have been in this bar for close to seven days. The dark girl over there for a modest dollar lays and you can get a blowjob where other men have pissed in the little room that's sacred to the evangelists. 
I don't know why the evangelist part had to come in there, but right. But that, that's yeah. some poem, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So lastly, in this category, we have the phrase giving head. Mm-hmm. And this seems to only date back to the 1950s. Uh, it became more commonly used after it was heard in a 1972 song by Lou Reed and another song in 1974 by Leonard Cohen. And I don't okay. know the songs, but that's what my research said. And you can okay. look it up if you want. So, I believe you. I believe yeah. it. All right. So now we move on to our next category. Okay. Uh, so this is slang words or just words in general for female genitalia. Okay. All right. We start with the earliest word and my least favorite word, which mm-hmm. is cunt. And this word can be traced all the way back to the year 1230. Um, no one can say exactly where the word originated, but it may have come from the Sanskrit word for female genitals, kunthi. Okay. There was then there was a Hindu goddess of nature named Kunti, K-U-N-T-I. And then in the 25th century BC, the word kunt, K-U-N-T, was used by an Egyptian vizier. Do you know that word? Hmm. Vizier, no. vizier, to refer respectfully to a woman. So he oh. would just say that cunt over there, and he meant it oh. in a good way. Okay. Now, cat, which is K apostrophe A-T, was the Egyptian word for mother, and it literally meant the body of her. Okay. Cunt was used by the Norse and the Germans long ago to describe the women's genitals. Okay. It, it was first seen in the Oxford English Dictionary in 1230. I don't know how you say that year. 1230, I think. Okay. The word's definition is the entirety of the woman's genitalia. The vulva, the clitoris, the vagina, like the whole kit and caboodle. Mm-hmm. And recently, there has apparently been a push by feminists to start using that word again, since it's actually a word that signifies the nature of females. Hmm. So, I personally, I, I'm not all that big on bringing it back. I, right. Like I said, I don't necessarily love the word, but mm-hmm. now you know where it came from. Now I know where it came from. Yes. Next, we have the word twat. Ah, uh, this what? is from the old Norse word "thivet," which meant slit or cut. Okay, I know that makes you gag. It does. Uh huh. Slit, slit's not my favorite. Oh, right. Or gash. In Old English, it was pronounced "thwat." Thwat. Yes. Um, until <laughs> 1500, when it seems to have morphed into "twat." Mm-hmm. The first time the word was in print was when an unknown poet cursed someone, saying that all he deserves in life is an old nun's twat. Oh, my. And that was in the early 1600s. Gee whiz. Later, in the early 1700s, doctors and surgeons, especially gynecologists, were called twat scourers, which is very hard to say. That is hard to say. Twat scourer. Yep. All right. Who's next your we- twat scourer? <laughs> <laughs> next, we have pussy. Pussy. It's another one of my least favorites, but okay. Oh, yeah. 
So this comes from two different origins. On one hand, there's the Anglo-Saxon word puss, which means Mm -hmm. cat. And through the ages, women have often been characterized as soft and gentle, which reminds one of a cat. And not to mention the quote-unquote fur, you know, Mm -hmm. furry cat. Yeah. But they also had the word pusa, which is P-U-S-A, and it means a pouch. Hmm. But vaginas of horses and cows used to be called pusa. Okay. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the first known use of the word pussy was in 1664 in a barroom toast of all things, which said, here's to good health to thee, good company, and good pussy. (laughs) A toast to you. It kind of sounds like it sounds appropriate anyway. You know, it really does. Yeah. Believe it or not, it wasn't until the late 1680s, which of course was a long time ago, but uh, you know, 1680s, yeah, yeah, yeah. that the word vagina came to be used as the term for the canal that leads from the external genitals to the cervix. Hmm. Vagina comes from the Latin word for sh- sword sheath. So it's basically, it's it's a holster for a man's penis. It's a holster, right. Yeah. So right. put, we always put, have a job to do. Yes, exactly. We are always oh, a vessel. I will, I will hold your penis for you. Yes. In my <clears throat> vagina. Then in the 1690s, we were gifted with the term muff as a slang word for vulva. And there's not much info on how this one came into our lexicon but it's from here that we eventually got the obscene phrase of muff diving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, how about the old standby coochie? Ah, coochies. Yeah. Now, I feel like ah, this is... Ah, the coochie. The coochie, coochie. I feel like this is the least offensive of all, but maybe the most childish term, like coochie. It is kind of a, yeah. Yeah. Coochie, 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 coo. Right. Now, this one dates back to 1893. Mm-hmm. When a belly dancer named Little Egypt, which that makes me laugh because we have all these like people now that are all little this and little that, yeah. and little this, and, and she was, she was, she's the, she's the OG little, little, little right. Egypt, yes. <laughs> so she was a belly dancer who performed at the World's Fair in 1893. Okay, and her erotic dance with lots of hips and lots of sexiness uh-huh. was referred to as the hoochie coochie. Oh, well, there you go. Right. Then in 1954, so quite a while later, Willie Dixon sang uh, a song called Dixon. The Hoochie Coochie Man. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, that just brought it into more popularity. So that's where we get the word coochie. Okay. Now, those are the words that I could find a history on. But, of course, there are always new words and new slang popping up. Among the most recent, there's Hoo-ha, lady bits, meat curtains, uh, JJ, thanks mm-hmm. to Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. uh, cooter, snatch, <laughs> slit, hole. And then two that I've only heard one time each. Yeah. Pocketbook and Hot Pocket. Oh. Both like of which actually make heard, me, heard I've them heard said. a person say my pocketbook and my hot pocket in reference to their vagina vagina wow made me nauseous um but yes that's what they 
call there. And I've heard kitty. Ugh, I hate that. I, I don't like yeah. kid names. And yeah. I mean, just cutesy names like that. Yeah. Um, Gash, I think, is my least favorite. Oh. Yes. It's just, it's, it's it sounds very aggressive. That's true. That is true. And yeah. I think that um, I heard it on a TV show and the guy was Scottish, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it was, if it, like, if it comes from, like, right there or not. It just sounds, I don't like the word, I, 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 I don't like the, it's cunt doesn't bother me. I know. Um, <laughs> twat bothers me. <laughs> and if someone calls someone a twat, like, yeah. don't be a twat, it doesn't yeah. bother me. But twat in re- reference to a vagina, uh-huh. j- again, just sounds aggressive, yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've heard somebody be called a twat waffle, and I just thought it was hilarious. Twat waffle's so, hilarious. Yeah, so I just yeah. don't think, I don't know, twat doesn't, I don't know, it just, you know, to each his own, like I said, you know. I think, I, 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 I you know what I think it is, is I remember the first couple times I heard it, it was like a, an aunt and a grandma say it mm-hmm. in reference to make sure you wipe kind of thing. Oh, okay. And. It turns you off. And to me. It's mm-hmm. like you say it to a little kid. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not big enough to be a twat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's almost like it's it's a it's grown up. Yes, it's a grown up word, and I think it just stuck with me that way. Yeah, and you yeah. know the British they use the word cunt all the right, right, time. right, right. I yeah. mean, it's just you know, it's like us saying bitch. It's like it's right. constantly, and so yeah. Again, it probably has less power over there because they do say it so often. Right. Whereas here. I don't feel I personally in my life, like I do not hear that word very often. So when I don't I do, hear it. Yeah. I don't yeah. hear it in reference to a female part, even though you're ba- if someone's using that word as the female part, they're calling someone that. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. so that's why I, I think if I knew someone that just was just like, you know, I've got to go. I'm having a little itching on my cunt. I'd be like, what did you just say? Right. Exactly. You weirdo. Right. 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 I called like a that's... pussy like the rest of us. <laughs> be normal. <laughs> be normal. <laughs> okay. Now for our third and last category, we have the terms for the male organs of reproduction. Ah, okay. And man, I will tell you what, this organ has been called everything. As everything. Yes. So, for this one, I organized it into a timeline. Oh, nice. I love timelines. (laughs) Now, some of these words, I have no explanation for why. I just can, I found a way to put them in order, okay? Okay. So, now some of them I will give you some history on. Okay. Okay. So, 1460, the male member was called a pin, like P-I-N. Okay. Okay. Pin. That's too bad. Sure. Right. <laughs> Pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> There's a whole new meaning to that. Right, 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 right. In 1611, it was referred to as a plum tree shaker. A plum tree shaker. Shake my plum tree. Yes. But. I, I, no. I don't know. Yeah, right. That's so. weird. Okay. In 1676, the word penis came about. Now, this one comes from the Latin word for tail, which, again, is odd. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did say, like, for years before that, both men and women's genitals were often referred to 
you know, in a slang way as tail, which is funny because I, they still say I'm chasing tail, you know? So I feel like that's probably been like the longest one to make it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 1686, it was a knickknack, as in a pair of knickers keeps the knickknack intact. <laughs> Some of this I don't, I don't hate it, actually. I don't hate that. <laughs> All right. Now the... knack, knack. My house is covered in knickknacks. <laughs> knickknack paddywhack? Yeah. I have no idea. The word cock probably comes from the old Norse word cock, K-O-K. Oh, okay. Or the old German kako, which is K-U-K-K-O, both of which refer to a male chicken. While the word is thought to be very old, the first recorded use of it as a synonym for a penis is a 1618 poem, which said, Oh man, what are thou when thy cock is up? <laughs> well, you're hard. That's what you are. Or you're right. hard, I guess. Throughout the 17th century, African slaves used the word cock as a verb. They would say they want to cock, or they would ask if someone had cocked someone else. By the early 1900s, in the South, I should say in the Southern United States, like Mississippi specifically, cock referred to a woman's genitals. Do you remember those um, in... uh, episode number five when we played those really old songs from like the 1920s yeah and i remember us saying why does she keep referring to her private area as a cock as her cock yes Yes, that's exactly i thought oh now i know there's a reason yeah okay so since cock referred to a woman's genitals then at the time the slang for a penis was actually a cock opener okay right huh Now, it is assumed that the term cock, which is, of course, related to a rooster and maybe having to do with the rooster's waddle, that red fleshy thing that fills with blood and becomes erect when the rooster is excited or angry. I didn't even know. I thought it was Mm. just a little. I didn't know it did that. Well, now that makes even more sense. Apparently, they can get a waddle erection. So, Ah, or... Maybe it was just thought that men are a lot like male chickens, which, of course, are called cocks. Okay. What I found most interesting is that the actual word rooster was invented in the late 1700s to replace the name cock for a male chicken, since cock was so commonly associated with a male reproductive organ. Oh, so it was a cock before it was a rooster. Exactly. Which came first, the cock or the rooster? It's the cock. There you go. The cock came first. <laughs> now we know the answer to the riddle. <laughs> now we know. Um, in cock seven, came first. Cock came first. In 1720, we got the genius moniker, the silent flute. The silent flute. Mm-hmm. Huh. It, in 1772, it was called the shaft of delight. Oh, good Lord. In 1785, it was called a doodle. Oh, now, this one, I, do, I have a little background on this one. Apparently, the word doodle at the time meant a simpleton or an ignorant person. Later, it came to be a term for a man who thought with his little brain instead of the brain in his head. Okay. And then when I read this, it made me wonder about that song Yankee Doodle Dandy. Huh. But 
I tried. There was no connection. There's yet. nothing on that. Okay. Yeah. But I, I imagine there could be. Yeah. So huh. it was a doodle. Now, in the early 1800s, it would be called a Roger. And in 1811, it was called a Thomas. Hmm. In 1833, it gained the the nickname the Jingling Johnny. Hmm. <laughs> now, during the if Victorian... It jingles, I think you need to get that checked exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, it is not jingling supposed is to not jingle. Good. Now, during the Victorian era, when anything that had to do with sex or sexuality was completely taboo, lots of words got more innocent alternatives. Breast mm-hmm. became bosom, legs were referred to as limbs, and the penis was called a dingus. <laughs> and dingus comes from the Dutch word dingies, which means thing. So they were just huh. calling it a thing. A thing? Well, that's hey, man, not very original. Put your thing away. We don't want to say <laughs> that it's, we don't want to use any sexual words, so we'll just call it a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then... Finally, in 1891, 1891, we finally got the word dick. Hmm. In in the 1891 Farmer's Slang Dictionary, dick is listed as a slang word for penis. It was Hmm. also listed as a nickname for Richard, as well as a synonym for fellow. You probably wouldn't be surprised to know that dick had been used as early as the 11th century when it was another word for sword. Hmm. Which is funny because you're like, I'm going to pull out my dick and slay you to death. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, now, dick is also <laughs> slang for a detective. Mm-hmm. And in 1966, there was the first written use of the word dick as a criticism, like a jerk. And that was oh. in a novel called Seventh Avenue. Uh, it wasn't until 1969 that the word became a verb, like to dick around or to dick over. Uh-huh. And when the term dickhead was first used to mean a stupid person, that was all 1969. Okay. Not so long ago. No. And so can we just take a second to talk about some famous dicks? Yes. So here's the list that I came up with. Okay. So I got Dick Cheney, mm-hmm. Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Dick Van Patten, mm-hmm. Dick Butkus. <laughs> That's uh, the best name. I know. Dick Clark, Dick Tracy, and of course, Dickie Nixon. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. And then back in the day, they had lots of books about Dick and Jane. Do you yeah. have you ever heard? Yeah. It yeah, like, Dick and Jane. Yeah. Dick and Jane go to the park. Dick and Jane go to the whatever. So. I don't know. To me, I was like, I would, I would never buy my kid a book that was called Dick and Jane, but I, I realize it's some people's name, you know, it's just, right, right, me, right. I just can't wrap my head around that. Like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. hey, Dick, you know, like, right. don't, just don't. Yeah. You know. All right. So back to our timeline. All right. <laughs> All right. 1900 gave us dong mm-hmm. when, when Edward Lear wrote a poem titled The Dong with a Luminous Nose. Which Ooh. tells the tale of a one-eyed creature thingy called the Dong, who is searching for a lady using a long red probe-like tool with a light on it. Huh. Hmm. Sounds very fetching to me. It, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It was 1910 
when a penis was first called a wiener. <laughs> it was 15 years later in 1925 that we were genius enough to call it a hot dog. <laughs> in, in 1932, it was called a putz. Putz? Putz. Putz, P-U-T-Z? Yes. Because. While both putz around? Right. Yeah. Don't be putzing yeah. around over there. Mm-hmm. Dicking around. Because both the Yiddish and the German language used putz for a decoration or an ornament. Mm-hmm. Jewish used it to mean penis. Hmm. As recently as 1986, we came up with the slang term junk. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which I like that word. <clears throat> Me too. I like to I like use junk. the word junk. Yeah. yeah. In 2008, we got the priceless Bonaphone. I've never heard of that. I had never heard of that either. Bonaphone? Bonaphone. That, that's a weird, a weird word. It is. And in 2009, Lady Gaga gifted us with the disco stick. Okay. I want to take a ride on your disco stick. Yeah. Now, I have a few honorable mentions as well that I didn't find any origin story or time for in my research. Okay. We got Boner, Willie, Peter, Peen, Tallywhacker, Schlong, Purple-Headed Yogurt Slinger, Baloney Pony, Trouser Snake, (laughs) Uterus Unicorn, one-eyed monster, anaconda, and skin flute. Skin flute. Did I, I miss was, I was hoping you would say skin flute. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I've heard people refer to it as knob. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Schlong. Uh-huh. Uh, Hi, you know, salami. Salami. Uh-huh. Any, you know, meat-related. Yeah. There was one, you, you said one, and, I, and it made me think of something. Oh, like little kids, like bird. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. <clears throat> things like that. Yeah. You said pecker what? already, right? I didn't say pecker. Oh, pecker. That's a good one. Wood. Um, wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pecker. They used to call braces pecker wreckers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I was a like, girl wait, had. Yeah. Had braces. Right. They had a pecker That's wrecker. funny. I didn't even uh, think of that. I've heard pirate. Oh, I never heard that one. Johnson. Johnson. Yes. yes. That is a good one. Johnson. Ah. <laughs> uh, and sometimes it's just something stupid like snake or. Yeah. Yeah. Lizard or whatever. Yeah. When my boys were really young, they used to call it a bob. And I have no idea. A bob. Why. My brother yeah. called his a bird. Okay. Bird, and my bob. vagina was called my front butt. <laughs> good to know good to know where's your wedgie in your front butt or your back my front butt or my back butt (laughs) that is so awesome now now this is actually the end of the history lesson however Mm -hmm. i did come across an intriguing list called 18 words you've been too embarrassed to ask about oh now i picked the best ones to share with you today Okay. And you have to tell me honestly if you'd heard of these and knew what they meant. Okay. Okay. All Are right. these urban dictionary things? Um, not exactly. They're apparently like slang that is used relatively frequently between the younger crowd. Okay. Now, some of them aren't necessarily like all young kids know this. Maybe it's more of a kink thing or, yeah. okay. you know, like maybe it's something that different groups of people might know these words. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so mm -hmm. one question. So you yeah. want me to let you know if I've heard it before? Yep. And then guess what it means. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll give you an easy one first. Okay. Aftercare. Uh, aftercare. Mm -hmm. I would think that meant to like go pee and wipe off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not exactly. Oh, okay. So this is making sure that everyone's happy and taken care of after sex. Oh. And it's actually like an, an emotional thing. Like, oh, okay. You know, like making yeah. sure everybody's good. Like, you good? You good? Everybody good? I was thinking you? medically. <laughs> yeah, no. This is <laughs> what you more of a, do. you know, do you need me to snuggle with you till you fall yeah. asleep? That's, that's oh, after care. Right. Good customer right. service. They only get worse from here. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> have you heard of boofing? Um, I have heard boofing before. I've heard of it, but mm -hmm. I thought it meant anal sex. It has to do with the anus. Yes. Okay. Um, and I said this the other day in front of some people and they knew exactly what it was. And I was very surprised, but yes, boofing. I thought boofing meant butt fucking. Okay. I thought it, it was like a, that's what I thought that meant. It's putting drugs in the anus. Ooh. Uh, yep. to to so that you not to hide it. No, 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 to no. to get high or yes. uh, drunk. Yes, off of it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's what boofing is. Boofing. Okay. How about bussy? B u s s y. Is that um bussy? So is that the top part of my pussy? <laughs> no. Good, okay. Good thought. No. Uh, yeah. No, it's. Boy plus pussy. So basically, it's a man's butthole. Oh. Like. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't love it, but whatever. Yeah. I mean. I like saying this word. Doppelbanger. Doppelbanger. Now, I've. I feel like I've at least read that word before, but I don't know what it means. I'm going to guess. Mm -hmm. It means doppelbanger means you're gonna bang someone that looks like you <laughs> exactly right oh really yes. looks like you or looks like somebody you know no, it looks like you oh that's weird like yourself i know right yeah that is weird somebody was like is it having sex with twins and i'm like no oh, that would make more sense but it's not <laughs> mm -hmm. so yes doppelbanger is when you have sex with someone who looks like you so i mean that's, I don't know. And I mean, I'm, how I'm, often I'm, is somebody able to do that? You know I, I don't saying? know. Probably more often if you uh, have sex with people of the, your, you know, of your sex. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure, I guess there's some, probably some dude out there that looks just like me, which is really weird. I don't know that huh. I, I don't know what I would think about that. Oh, right, right, right. All right. Now, you know, this one facial or money shot. Yes. So it's a coming on the face. Yes. So that's, mm -hmm. that's an easy one. That's a gimme. Mm -hmm. Um, Felching. Felching. Mm -hmm. I've never heard it. Um, I'm going to guess if you burp after you give head. I wish that's all it was. Oh. Felching mm -hmm. is when you sip the cum from your partner's anus after anal sex, usually with a straw. So yep. a a person with a penis mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, performs anal sex, comes then, in the butthole, and then proceeds to suck that back out. <laughs> right. And like I said, it's it's usually with a straw. I'm not shaming anyone, but nope. 
<laughs> you do you. You do you. Be happy. Right. Be kind. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever tickles your pickle. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Now you know pearl necklace. Yeah. That's where uh come come between the boobs. Well it's a, like a necklace of sorts. Well, yeah, but if it's Oh, that, I see. That's the that's oh. the you know what I mean? It'd be like a titty fuck kind of thing. But it comes from that direction. That makes perfect that's sense. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that makes sense. This I don't know about this one, but it was on there. Post boned. Post Malone? No. <laughs> post boned. Yeah, like postpone, uh, but post postpone. Oh, so we'll have to bone later. That's what I thought. But Had this to be is, <laughs> yeah, this is when you're late because you were having sex. Like, oh, sorry, I was postponed. Oh, that's funny too. Yeah, I don't know. Postponed to me sounds I'm gonna like I'm going to use that. I'm like, gonna why try is your face that. red? You've got that postponed look about you. Is right, what I right. thought it was. Yeah, postponed. Right. Yeah, and you look like Post Malone. As well. Post, postponed Malone. Post Baloney Maloney. <laughs> okay. Uh, rimming? Rimming. Yeah. That's licking the butthole. Yes, it is. Yeah. Eating ass, as I like to say. S t tossing the salad. Okay. I don't know why it's called that. I don't either. I, I, the new. Tossing, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. You're not tossing a butthole anything. is tossing a salad. And well, because then you throw green. up. I don't know. Oh, eating the, <laughs> eat, eat the booty like groceries. Eat the booty like groceries. Yeah, that's what they. That's the one of the new things that I hear from the, uh, the young the young crowd when the I'm, youngsters. When I'm hanging youngsters, out with the youngsters, we used to just say rimming. They call it eating, eating the, the booty, booty like groceries. groceries. Yes. Huh. Okay. Shrimping. Shrimping. Yes. Shrimping. Gum going shrimping. Yes. Uh. I don't think I've ever, not in a sexual way, I've heard of right. shrimping. I know about Forrest Gump. I knew you were going to go there. And whatnot. <laughs> um, let's say uh, cunnilingus? No. Okay. It is sucking toes in a sexual way. Shrimping is sucking toes. Yes. I don't know. Do toes look like shrimp? Because they're little? Maybe. I don't know. I Maybe. Guess. All right. Yeah. yeah, we wish. They look like a little baby shrimp. Popcorn yeah. shrimp. There you go. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> popcorn shrimp. <laughs> um, splashing. Splashing. Mm -hmm. uh, squirting. No. It sounds very wet, doesn't it? Yeah. Splashing is bringing lots of food into the bed with you and your partner. Splashing is food. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fetish. Like if you have a food, yes, yeah. with sex things. So yeah, you're I'm having sexing. I have no idea. The sound splashy. I guess if you're using huh. like <clears throat> honey whipped cream. Yeah, I don't know. Splashing. Huh. All right, and here's a bonus one for you. Uh huh. The old rusty trombone. Ooh, the rusty trombone. That is giving fellatio. After anal sex. Kind of, sort of. Oh, really? Well, you have to picture this. Okay. It's giving a hand job while eating ass. And it looks oh, like you're playing the trombone. That makes more sense. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you're you moving your hand like a trombone. 
and your yeah, mouth is all that like, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, oh. so that's the whole rusty trombone. Rusty trombone. Do you know what the Dirty Sanchez is? Oh, I had that actually written down, and I no, what is it? Okay, so you're, you know, uh, the guys. Do you put it in the butt and then you put it in their mouth? You just wipe it across. You cry, wipe it under their nose like a mustache. Is it shit from her ass? Well, it's smell from her ass. Oh, okay. That's Cleveland nasty. steamer. Cleveland steamer is when you poop on the chest Come of the on, person. Man. I mean, I. Come on. I don't, you know. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Just as long as you are consensually tromboning. Exactly. If it's all consensual. Cacologophobia. Cacologophobia? Yes. Uh, cacolo, um, fear of cock. Fear of curse words. Oh, we're talking about cuss words. Sorry. Yes. Yes. No, that's okay. These are just like kind of separate from that whole Caco- list of Cacologophobia is Cacologo. Cacologo. Cacologophobia? Yes. Cacologophobia. I'm an ac- I'm a cacologologist. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a cacologophobic. <laughs> you have your PhD <laughs> in cocologophobia. <laughs> I got cocologa. <laughs> No, it's just Cocolog the, the art of Cocologadogan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the word again. Joan? I, I said Cocologajogan. Okay. Well, there you have it. And then my last little fun is narratophilia. Narratophilia. Afraid to read um cuss words out no, loud. Philia is when you have a fetish for something. Oh, loving to read and say cuss words. It's a fetish for dirty talking. Ooh, what's it called again? <laughs> Narrato, so N-A-R-R-A-T-O. So like narrator. Exactly. P-H-I-L-I-A. Narratophilia. Very cool. I like to narrate in dirty talk. I like to narratophile. <laughs> I like I'm a narratophile. Uh, narrat- I'm I'm uh bilingual. No, <laughs> I was don't. trying to think of <laughs> bilingual narratophilia. That just sounds yeah, like I don't just know. making shit up now. I was just making <laughs> I shit know. up. That's, well, that's what I story. do. That's what I do. Oh, I loved I, it. Don't Thank I know you it. for all those all of those interesting facts about cuss words. Isn't that fun? And sex words. Now Basically got... cuss sex word. We didn't go into the history of shit. Exactly. And yes. damn. These were these like were that. the sexy ones. Mm. They're not all very sexy, but related yeah. to sex anyway. So. Well, shit. That was fucking amazing, Melinda. You just fucking slayed that motherfucker. That was organic. cocked it. It was, it was almost time we just... Slap me in the face with a cock and call me Sally. I don't know. I'm just call me friend. Steamer. Call me Steamer. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I'm going to go shrimping. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, better than felching. So It is okay. better than felching. There will be no felching. <laughs> Again, we have the uh, spectrum. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Goodness yeah. sakes. So, who well, knew that penis and vagina came so much later than I some of these no other words? Idea. I, I no thought idea. that that was like, you know, 
there was man, there was woman. So therefore there yeah. was penis and vagina. Like I never yeah. thought that it was so much later. Right. That's crazy. I did that rooster came after cock. I just, I'm, I'm amazed. It was always a cock. And then they're like, okay, y'all have ruined the word cock. So we got to come up with a new word for this. Well, I thought they bird. named, I thought they <laughs> named rooster. I got, I thought, uh, Cock was a nickname for rooster because they said cockadoodle fucking do. <laughs> Don't that, that, that make sense? That makes sense. And two of the words in cockadoodle do are words for penis. Yes. A cock, a and doodle, butts. and a do. And a do. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Well, All thanks right. well, for that, that is enough fun for one night. So yes. we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, I'm just I'm just hoping that next week I'm not postponed when we're supposed to be uh, recording. Yeah, well, as long as you don't have your camera on for the Zoom meeting until you're actually ready, everything will be fine. All right. All well, right. Bye-bye. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.